I just don't know how people say they meet him. And they walk the same way, talk the same way, live the yeah. same way. And there's no difference. Right. I I just believe it didn't take root. Right. You understand? The Bible says over there, sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, seed, some fell along the wayside, and fowls of the air came, ate them up. Then there's other that fell upon stony places. And he said, because there's no root in them, they endure for a time and disappear. And uh, it didn't take root. There's a lot of people who make professions of faith. Things don't take root. Right. Somehow their heart's not connected into this thing. I don't yep. I don't understand it. But we got preachers out there that's telling everybody that whoever prayed a prayer that somehow they're getting in. Right. And I watched the thing this week about Rick Warren. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said he had people saying, "Now bow your head right now, and say this. Repeat this prayer with me." Mm -hmm. And he says, "He said, say, dear Jesus, I want your purpose for my life." He said, "Now if you prayed that prayer, it has nothing to do with forgiveness of sins, shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, yeah. the cross. It has nothing to do with repentance." Yeah, come on. But he got a multitude of people believing. That they had to repeat a prayer, and that prayer is about finding God's purpose for their life. Yeah. And it's anything but. Right. He's got a gospelless, a Christless gospel. Yeah. And he is heading up something. Right now, they're planning in August to have a complete one purpose uh, African conference where 35 nations represented. One of the United States, one's Russia, one's China. Amen. And then 31 nations over there in the book Africa trying to form this purpose-driven country. And it's without Christ. He wants to claim it's Christ, but it's a false Christ because he's already done been over there this year and had a meeting with the Pope on the family. And then Kenneth Copeland's been over there. Joe Olstein's had an audience with this Pope. you got to be aware of all these clowns that are meeting with the Pope. Yeah. And they're not taking you to Christ. Billy Graham's met with the Pope. I'm telling you, these guys, these guys are leading people the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Revelation 17. Revelation 17. I'm telling you, the Pope's coming here to America, and I say, I hope his plane crashes before he gets here. Amen. You say, why? He's a false. Christ. Yeah. He's a false Christ. I didn't say he was the Antichrist. I said he's a false Christ. Amen. The Catholic Church, according to their dogma, believes that he is God on earth. He is the Holy Papa, the Pope, the Father, Holy Father. He is counterfeiting the title of God the Father in John 17. He's a counterfeit Christ. He's a counterfeit God. And the Roman Catholic Church teaches that every being on the face of the earth is subject to the Roman pontiff whether they know it or not. That he is ahead of every individual and every individual requires responsibility to owe allegiance to that man parading around in a dress. Revelation 17 verse 1. And there came one of the seven angels which had seven vials and talked with them saying unto me, Come hither, and I will show thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth on many waters. You know what those waters are? Let's look at verse 15. And he said unto me, The waters which thou sawest, where the whore sitteth, are peoples, and multitudes, and nations, and tongues. Amen. The Bible interprets itself when it's telling you what the waters are right here. She's sitting on waters. What's she doing? She is sitting on people. She's made up of people. Verse 2. Whom the kings of this earth have committed what? Fornication. Somebody's in the sack with this whore. Hello? Amen. What are they committing? Fornication. You know the Bible's real plain. A lot of people have a problem with how plain the Bible is. And they have a hard time when the preacher wants to preach plain, but they won't shut their television off when they're committing the vile acts in front of them. 
How, how come they're mad when a preacher calls a woman a whore, but they'll sit there and they'll get entertained eating their popcorn and <laughs> take some more off? I'm going to take some more off. Yeah, yeah, you filthy perverts. Yeah. Amen! Right. Amen. They don't get mad looking at the swimsuit issues when they're walking through the store. Right? Right. But they get mad when a preacher just preaches the Bible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. How many of you ever shut off your television or shut off the movie you're watching because they commit fornication in front of you? Mm -hmm. You tune in next week to see if they got past the bedroom and see the next episode, right? Well, I got conviction. Really? <laughs> you got conviction. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm not convicted about it. Is the Holy Ghost living in there? Amen. Verse 2. When the kings of this earth committed fornication with who? You show me one individual and one church in this world that the kings of the world have anything to do with. Is there a Baptist preacher the kings of the earth want to come and talk to? Is he a Baptist? Is he a Southern Baptist? But he claims to be an evangelist. And he's a compromiser. He's a Catholic in heart. Baptist in name. But where's a real man of God where the kings of the earth want to come and talk to him? Presidents want nothing to do with an old-time Baptist preacher. They want to do away with old-time Baptist preachers. Right? I'm telling you, the kings of the earth, the Pope has a meeting. Tex Mars, I don't agree with a lot Tex Mars said, but he did one on he did one called is a Pope Catholic. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, when the Pope's up there and he's he's dealing with all the religions of the world and all the heads of all religions and the heads of all nations come to the Pope, and they all meet at the Vatican. Benjamin Yahoo, President. Uh, Barack Obama and Clinton and Bush and all them and the heads of all these nations that come and sit under him and deal with him and they got ambassadors America's got an ambassador going to the Vatican and the Pope comes over here and he's addressing the heads of all the nations I'm telling you there's no Muslim doing that there's no Hindu doing that they all go and sit under him yeah right we're afraid to offend people today we're yeah. afraid to preach the truth we're living in a society where everybody's throwing a temper tantrum on the street corner and we got a, a, a reporter that wants to stick a microphone and a camera in their face and they want to hear him squall and bawl like a little baby and then we give the world their what they want because they're throwing tantrums. Yeah. And that's the way they expect me to run my house. Little Junior throws a tantrum, throws his bottle down. What, what do you do? You give him what he wants. No, you fire up his hind end. Would to God would tell these people throwing tantrums, no! Yeah. They don't do it. They give them a microphone. They give them publicity. Right? Listen, it's a time some people grew up and put on their big boy britches. Right. Yeah. Amen. Plain talking, straight talking, straight preaching. Amen. So what do you say? I'm telling you, this is the Roman Catholic Church we're reading about here. She's the mother of harlots. Amen. She's a counterfeit church. Right. Whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. She has carried, or she, or, so he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast. There's the red dragon. Amen. There's Satan. Watch this. And decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand. Uh, Full of abominations of filthiness or fornication. I watched a, a movie called Peter, and it, it had something to do about him being the Pope. And uh, they chose this guy named Peter to be the Pope, and they go through and they show you the process of them electing popes. And you show all these cardinals come marching in with all this red on, and they got a big old giant chalice, man. I mean, it's a huge giant cup, man. It looks like a trophy. And they all take their vote. All these men in scarlet and purple come in, and they wind up pulling off this lid, sticking their boat in there, the elect, the next pope. Got the golden chalice, the golden cup with the part scarlet and purple. Just start looking at pictures. Amen on the internet, man. They prayed around scarlet and purple everywhere. Yeah. And that, their cup, the gold chalice, you see the pope holding up that big old chalice. Amen. And you know what the Bible said? It's full of filthiness. Yeah. Or the abominations. Amen full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. Her fornication. 
she don't only commit fornication spiritually, she commits it physically. And there's testimony after testimony after testimony of nuns that have been fornicating with priests and priests been fornicating with them and they wind up having aborted babies under these monasteries. Yep. And the priests, amen, are fornicating, amen, commit fornication, pedophilia yep. with all these older boys and stuff. Yep. Pedestry, pedophilia. Amen. People leave, drop their kids off at the church and, and the church father has his way with their children. So what is he doing? He's creating a race of homosexuals. Right. <laughs> you know what that is? That's fornication. That's filth. That's an abomination in the eyes of God. And this thing's full of it. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots, and abominations of the earth. All giant caps. And I heard a man say he hates reading emails. It's full of giant capital letters because it's screaming at me. You know what God's doing right there? He's screaming at you. Wake up. Look who she is. Yep. Cry out. Right. People don't want to acknowledge who it is because they got good Catholic friends they're working with. Yeah. They live next to their family members. Oh, they're good Catholics, really. They're an abomination in the eyes of God. Right. And I saw who? The woman, the woman drunken with who? The blood of the saints. The blood of the saints. How she how she get drunk with the blood of their saints? Of the saints. Huh? You gotta kill her. She's gotta kill. This this is woman's murderous. She's murdering people. And with the what? The blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Why is he full of admiration? Because this woman's coming in the name of Jesus Christ and she's murdering the people of Jesus Christ. Right. And John looks at it and goes, wow. Here this woman says she's God's uh, bride and she's the bride of Christ and she's murdering the children of God. Yeah. How can she be God's bride and be the true church while she's butchering and killing real Christians? Right. And John's going, oh my God, you gotta be kidding me. This woman's parading around, carrying the name of Jesus Christ everywhere she goes, talking about Jesus Christ everywhere she goes, but yet she's killing the children of Jesus Christ. Yeah. She's drunk with the wine. She's drinking so much of it, she's drunk on it. Amen. Yeah. An angel said unto me, Wherefore thou didst marvel, I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast. Amen. That carrieth her, which hath seven heads and ten horns. The beast whom thou sawest, uh, was and is not shall ascend out of what? The bottomless, the bottomless pit. Here comes the son of perdition. You know who the son of perdition is? Judas. Judas. Jesus told you who he was in John 17. Right. Right? They that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world. When they behold the beast that was and what? Is not. Is not. It's a counterfeit Christ. Yet is. Here is a mind that hath wisdom. You got wisdom. God's trying to give you a piece of his mind. If we do well, take heed to it. Right? The seven heads are seven who? Mountains. Mountains on which the woman sitteth. Rome sits on seven hills. Yeah. Seven mountains. You know who, what other city also sits on seven hills? This is People reject this being Rome. But there's another city that sits on seven hills. It's in Turkey. Constantinople. It's where the Greek church is, the Greek Orthodox, where the Catholic church split, right? And right now the Pope is trying to bring the Western church and the Eastern church together and get them both back under one head. Right. And both of them sit on seven hills. They're reuniting. They're coming back together. Did you see that image in Daniel chapter number two? It's got two legs. The, eggs, the legs represent Rome, iron mixed with clay. come down to ten toes is going to have a ten federated kingdom. You know the Club of Rome's already got the world divided up in ten sections? Yeah. They got America divided up into ten sections. And they got ten kings fixing to have power with this beast for one hour. And they're going to divide this land according to Maryland. According to Washington, D.C. A country, a city given over to Catholicism. 
and the Jesuits who are the priest, the society of Jesus that's running this beast. And everybody says it's Muslim, it's Muslims, it's Muslims. They're using the Muslim. They're using their military might to stir them all up. The Catholics always use somebody else's military power. Yeah. And she'll take, she's a chameleon. She'll take anybody's side. And she I say, I've always been your friend the whole time. I've always been your friend the whole time. And she goes in and helps start the wars and get nations against each other. And then she comes in and takes over and takes over the property and takes over the people. Listen, this woman's a whore. She knows how to solicit. And the world's buying it up. They're drinking it up. And they're all afraid. John Hagee said this, uh, that Roman Catholic Church was a false whore. Amen. A revelation over there. And the next morning, because he's so popular and so big, they had 50 lawyers in the Roman Catholic Church right there to press a lawsuit on him. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I misspoke. I, I, she's not the great whore. You compromise Amen. Look the camera right in the eye and said, yes, I said that. And she is. It is a false church. And anybody partaker of it will go to receive the same reward she's going to get. She's going to go to hell, and then she's going to the lake of fire. And if you don't come out of her, my people, Revelation 18, 4, you will face the same penalty she faces. Yep. You think they put that on the nightly news? You think Sean Hannity let me talk like that on his radio show? They might, but then they'll try to belittle me and run me down and make me look bad. Hello. And then they want to dig up my past. Hello. And they'll try to find skeletons and all this other kind of stuff. How could this guy be a man of God smoked dope and did all this other kind of stuff? Because I got converted. I got washed in the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. You understand? They don't understand conversion. No. They don't understand how Christ can take a filthy, vile, wretched sinner and put him in the ministry after he'd been saved. After he got saved. You understand what I'm saying? They can't handle it. They can't handle conversion because they're all about outward self-righteousness. I'm Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. Amen. I ain't Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. I was Mr. Bad Shoes before I got saved. And my feet took me to bad places and I did bad things. Amen. And if it wasn't by the, but the grace of God, I'd probably be in prison tonight, if not dead. The grace of God will change you. Yeah. You understand? But they don't understand transformation. They hate it. They hate old-time Real preaching conversions. And they want to take your past and use it against you. But Christ forgave me my past. Seven mountains are, or seven heads or seven mountains on which a woman sitteth. And there are seven kings. Five are fallen. One is and the other is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue what? Short space. 42 months. Three and a half years. Maybe seven years. It depends on how you want to look at it. You understand what I'm saying? But there's definitely 42 months this rascal's going to be sitting in Jerusalem on a throne. He's going to make a covenant with Israel. And listen, the Pope right now has already made a covenant with the Palestinians. And France and other people are trying to make a covenant with Palestinians. The only thing is they haven't got Benjamin Netanyahu and Israel to cooperate. They're trying to make a covenant. And one thing everybody misses about Daniel chapter number 9 is the war of desolation. They don't understand that World War III is connected with that covenant. everybody miss that war because they're so worried about looking for the man of sin they ain't paying attention to detail of the passage there's a war World War 3 is connected with that covenant they make a treaty they have peace maybe the Antichrist delivers Israel from the hand of the Islamic Caliphate and he wipes out five out of six of them and leaves their blood shed all over the mountain and take them seven months to bury the dead because there's so many wiped out. Maybe this Islamic caliphate the United States of America is funding and building, creating through Barack Obama is going to try to come up against Israel. Amen. And they get wiped out. So many dead people around the land stinks. Hello? Amen. <laughs> there's some wild Bible truth fixing to come fulfilled here in the next 10, 15 years. Yep. Verse 11, and the beast that was and is not, he is who? The eighth. Eighth. I wonder who he is. 
Amen. And he is of the seven and goeth into perdition. There are seven kings. Have any idea who they are? How about Nimrod, Pharaoh, Sennacherib, Nebuchadnezzar, Darius, Alex the Great, Caesar Augustus? Wonder which one of those seven he could be. My money's on Alex. Yep. 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 Look up the word Greece and Grecia. The king of Greece is fixing to move. You ever see Greece right now? Where they're at? Mm -hmm. Huh? That guy right now, Alex? <laughs> Alex. It's kind of funny his name's Alex. Amen. And Greece is economically in trouble. And she's turning, she's got all this turmoil going on over there in Europe. And the king of Greece is fixing to move over there in the book of Daniel. Gotta study that little man, that little Grecian. Alex the Great was a Grecian, wasn't he? And he's the only one that's not named by name in the Bible. He's Mr. X. He's a mystery man. What if he's the one that comes back? Something to think about, ain't he? <laughs> I got you guys' wheels turning, huh? This guy's coming back. You believe in reincarnation? I do so. I don't believe what the Buddhists and Hindus teach. But I believe this man's coming back. Jesus Christ is coming back. Judas is coming back. Huh? The 12 apostles are coming back. Right? Elijah's coming back. Moses is coming back. Amen. Amen. And when Jesus returns and takes me home, I'm coming back with him too. Amen. Yeah. Amen. There's a Bible truth. Listen, there's Bible truths that all religions take, but they twist it and they counterfeit it. You got to be careful what you're talking about. This guy has been here before, walked on planet Earth before. He is coming back and inhabited a man's body. And he'll be here. He's, up, he's the eighth, but he's of the seventh. He goeth into perdition. And the who? Twelve. Verse twelve. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten who? Kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with who? The beast. The beast. And they have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast, and they shall make war with who? The lamb, and the lamb shall overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings. And they that are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. There's a bunch of people said that if you're not called, you're not chosen, you're not faithful, that you won't get a chance to serve in the millennium with Jesus Christ. I say they're crippled to eye for crutches. Your reign, according as a Christian, is determined on your rule, but it doesn't say you won't have part in the millennium. It doesn't say you won't have a millennial inheritance. It just determines your rule. He that suffereth with me shall reign with me. You may not get a chance to reign, but it doesn't say you won't have part in there. Right? Watch this, verse 15. And he said unto me, The waters which thou sawest where the horse sitteth are the people's multitudes and nations and tongues. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. That's where the Vatican gets burnt. That's where the Jesuits, the Society of Jesus, gets tired of the Roman Catholic front. They take the stinking mask off and say, listen, we got an agenda. We're ruling the world. Amen. The, the Jesuits are part of the Catholic uh, Reformation because they're trying to roll back the Protestant Reformation. And they're trying to, listen, we got 25 Catholic schools in the United States that promote Jesuits. Our president and Joe Biden and the Clintons all are part of Georgetown University, part of the Jesuit society. Jed Clinton's part of the Knights of Malta. Hello. Catholics gave the homosexuals what they wanted. They voted for them. Clarence Thomas and all that whole crowd up there. Seven out of nine of them are Catholics doing the bidding of the Catholic Church. Judge Roberts, Catholic. You understand? Verse 17, for God has put what? In their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and to give kingdom, their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God shall be fulfilled. You know what's going to happen? The kings of this earth God has placed it in their hearts to give their kingdom, their nation, to the beast. And says, we give you our country, rule and reign over us. And the people sit back and say, yes, our papa. And they turn around, and in their hearts, it's in their heart, 
to do this because they don't want God. They don't want the truth. God removes his church through this period of time. The true believers are gone and the whole world says back says we want them. And they go embrace this false God, this false Christ. Who? This false institution, this false religion, this false counterfeit church are going to serve the devil. Verse 18, the woman which thou sawest is that great city. Yeah. Which reigneth over the kings of the earth. You show me one city right now that reigns over the kings of the earth. Yeah. Caesar reigned over them. Greece wanted to. Right? What city does it? Jerusalem? That's where the headquarters of religion, when, it, when he burns the great whore, he moves from the Vatican, Rome, and moves to Jerusalem to sit in the temple over there. The temple that they build, built for God. But they believe he's God because he's got a false prophet working miracles. Right? The chapter right before this, Revelation 16, they got devils working miracles. Three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the beast, the false prophet, right? The dragon. And when those, those things come out of his mouth, they're spirits of devils working miracles. What? To bring everybody into the clutches of the great dragon. You know how many people are trying to disclude, disinclude Rome right now? You get on YouTube and you look at all the prophecies. Everybody's looking for a Muslim, uh, the Medea or Mahade or whatever they want to call him. They're all looking for an Antichrist. They're all looking for somebody else other than what the gods plainly showed them in the book. One city. Turkey ain't got one city that rules over the kings of the earth. Right? There's not one in North Korea reigning over the kings of the earth. The closest one that reigns over anyone's New York City outside of Rome. The headquarters of the UN sitting up there in Manhattan Island. And you know what? On that island, there's a little city, a little city amongst that whole thing. It's called Babylon. And that's all. That's why a bunch of preachers like the Southwest Radio Church and all them believe that Babylon's New York. And Babylon's America. And when America falls, everybody's saying, Babylon, Babylon is falling. And then there's a bunch of people trying to say it's literal Babylon over there in Iraq. Does Iraq, any city, does Baghdad rule over the kings of the earth? The closest one on the face of the earth right now is New York City, isn't it? It's not Washington, D.C. New York gives a shot over Washington, D.C. Y'all get quiet on me. Huh? Amen. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. But it's Rome. Rome. The revived Roman Empire. Everybody's trying to do away with her. She's a counterfeit, false church. Let's go to Revelation uh, 18. Verse 10. Standing afar off, fear for torment, saying, Alas, alas, the great city, Babylon, the mighty city, for in one hour thy judgment is come, and the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, and no man buyeth the merchandise anymore. The merchandise of gold, silver, and precious stone, and pearls, and fine linen, and purple, and silk, and scarlet, and all fine-eyed wood, and all manner of the manner of vessels of ivory and manners of vessels of most precious wood and of brass and of iron and marble and cinnamon odor and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and the souls of men. You see what she's, she's doing? She's captivating men. She's got them wrapped up in her clutches. They're pledging allegiance to her. You know what they're going to do? They're going to die and they're going to go to hell. This woman is destroying souls. I don't know how to put it in order. Amen. But I'm going to try to give you some things. This is a false church. Amen. It's a false church. Amen. Catholic. Let's put Roman. Right? Roman Catholic Church is a false church. You understand? You know what I mean by that? counterfeit what's a counterfeit I got that backwards don't I it's a guy. Yes. counterfeit amen this is Satan's bride there's so many people out there right now that's trying to deny this church being Satan's bride there's a lot of so called profession believers trying not to listen Christ has a church and the problem that I have with Islam is that Satan's going to counterfeit everything of Jesus Christ. And if Christ has a church, Satan's got a church. 
And that church is Roman Catholic. It's a counterfeit. It's a false church. You know what she has? Amen. She has false Christ. Who is her false Christ? No, they claim Mary's the Savior and all that other stuff, but who's the false Christ? Christ, the anointed one. We're having an antichrist coming. Who is that? Right now, the Pope, he's a false Christ because he, he claims he's who? He claims he's the vicar of Christ, the substitute shepherd of God, the substitute God, right? Vicarious Philadelphia on his mitre or on his head. Add up the Roman numerals, it adds up to 666 on his forehead. Amen? But he claims he's God. He's a false God, right? Let me give you something. I understand it says he, this is the spirit of Antichrist, he that denied the Father and the Son, and a bunch of them are saying the Antichrist is going to come through Islam because they hate the, the Son and they hate the Father. That's not the Father. And they say God had no Son. But listen, he's a false Christ. They say he's God on earth. He puts himself in the place of Christ. He's a substitute, a false Christ. Who else is a false Christ on earth? Santa Claus. Right? He's a false Christ. Amen? Hello? He's a counterfeit. What is he? Holy Claus. A holy Christ. Hey, can I give you something about Santa real quick? He's a transgender. It's real popular today, isn't it? Santa, feminine. Santa Barbara. Right? Comes as a man. That's a woman. A holy Claus. Santa Claus. Santa on a Spanish Bible, Santa Biblia. Right? He's a false Christ. Amen. And you say he's God on earth. And he has the power to forgive sins. But you know what else they say? They say every priest is Jesus. Because he has power to forgive sins. Because when you go in there and confess your sins to him, he's got power to forgive you. But they also have another one. Amen. And they put him in a monstrance. And they hold him up as a sun god. And they come in and they eat that wafer. And they say they eat his literal flesh. So they got multiple false Christ. You know what else they have? They have false conversions. You know what a lot of these churches do out here? They, they have invitations. And they have people come forward. And they have converts. Every one of these churches have converts. Let's look at Matthew chapter 23. Matthew Matthew chapter 23. They have a false conversion. They get these people into a thing that they think they're getting saved. Hello. Where, where do they tell a Catholic his salvation begins? When he's baptized as a baby, taken by his parents, they, they do the mass and other things, and then they throw water in his face, stick a little salt in there, amen, and they baptize him and they say right there he's cleansed of original sin, but now that he's kept the first sacrament to be saved, he must commit the keeping of his soul and his trust to the church and fulfill the other six sacraments mm -hmm. and live it and wholly stay true to mama or they'll do what? Go to hell. Right? They got false conversion. Amen. There's people today being baptized in Jesus' name. You know what's going to happen? They're going to come up out of that water. They're going to get electrocuted. They're going to wind up speaking in tongues. And they're going to claim that salvation. There's people today that's going down an altar and a preacher's coming up and he's going, hush your own die. And slapping them in the head. Knocking them over. They're getting slain in the spirit. They're flopping on the floor. Their eyes rolling back in their head. And they're claiming they got the spirit and they got saved. The devil's counterfeiting Christianity and people all over the place are faking conversion. Look what it says in Matthew chapter 23, verse 15. Woe unto you, scribes, Pharisees, fat crickets, I mean hypocrites. Amen. For you compass sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he's made, you make him twofold the child of hell, or make him twofold more the child of hell than yourself. They're children of the devil. They're false converts. Did you know there's a billion Catholics? There's a billion Muslims? There's a billion Hindus? There's a billion Buddhists? Amen? And there's probably that many atheists in the world. Right? More than three-fourths of the world's population are wrapped up in four religions. You know what they are? They're false converts. There's all kinds of people.
people. There's a bunch of Baptists, a bunch of people out there making a big old invitation, getting people to just repeat prayers, trying to say, if you'll say these prayers, this magic words, you're automatically cleansed and in. They got no, listen, I know Romans 10, 13, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I am all for that. But is that conditional or unconditional? Romans 10, 13 is conditional. What's the conditions? That if thou shalt believe in thy heart. Right? Right? That if thou shalt uh, believe on Romans chapter 10. Let's look at Romans 10. Conditional. I know Baptist preachers that make fun of this. See, you can't get saved believing what this says. Verse 10. That if thou shalt confess in thy mouth the Lord Jesus. There's people who confess them all they want. But they get saved. And shall believe what? In thy heart. There's two things you got to do. Number three, that God what? Raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth on two righteousness, with the mouth of man saved. Listen, Sadducees couldn't get saved. They call on him all day long. Sadducees could not get saved. Why? Condition is you got to believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again the third day for you. He died for our sins to cleanse you of your sins and you want your sins removed from you, you must, what? Believe that he died for you and you need to call upon him because you believe what he did was for you and you commit to keeping of your soul and your trust to him. You must trust him. A Sadducee didn't believe in the resurrection. So if you don't believe in the resurrection, you can pray all you want. That's why they make a sinner's prayer to throw into death, burial, and resurrection and the shed blood and the virgin birth and they put in all the fundamentals of the faith into this prayer now. And you got to pray this big, long prayer. You know what Catholics do? They pray prayers. Mm -hmm. And they pray great swelling prayers. And Catholics ask for eternal life, but they don't get it. Why don't the Catholic get eternal life? Because their faith is not in what Christ did for them. Their faith is in saying prayers. Their faith is in keeping sacraments. Their faith is committed to the Catholic Church who is the custodian of their faith. And they commit the keeping of their soul to a Catholic Church and the Pope and the priest versus committing their trust to Christ. What are you asking God to save anyways? How does he save it if you don't commit it to him? So preacher, you're getting off into heresy. I'm just trying to play plain and simple and tell you there's a bunch of counterfeit conversions going on out there. Amen. And there's a bunch of people praying prayers. But do they commit to keeping of their soul and their trust to Christ? I asked God to save my soul because it was going to go to hell and roast and burn forever. And I wanted somebody to put the fire out in my future. And Christ came and put the fire out. And he inhabited my body after I trusted what he did for me. Amen. And now he's there to stay forever. And he said, son, you want me to deliver you from sin? Yes. You, you know you was in sin? Yes. He said, then don't go back into sin. And evidence that I am saved is I'm a new creature and I left the past of sin. Well, not everybody prays prayer and leaves the past of sin. There ought to be a change. <laughs> you ought to know that he dealt with sin. If you don't know what sin is and you, God didn't deal with you about your sin, you didn't get saved. Christ died for our sins. That's what preachers are removing. They don't want to deal with sin. Do you want to go to heaven? Just say these magic words. You can go. You'll die and go to hell. You got, God's going to come to you and deal with you what, how you violated and broke his law. Transgressions of the law. When man is a violator, God will deal with that man about violating his laws. Amen. False conversion. Amen. They got false converts, false Christ. Can I say this? And uh, not only do they got false Christ, amen, they got false Jesus. And I already brought out about how they got a monstrance with Jesus in it, and they call the priest Jesus and everything else. But there's a bunch of people that also preach a false Jesus. You got anybody in mind? The JW's got a false Jesus. The Mormons really got a false Jesus. Right? They got a new gospel, a new testament of Jesus Christ, the Church of Latter-day Saints. They all preach a different Jesus. My uncle Dwayne, I was dealing with him, and one day I said, Dwayne, you're, you're following a false Jesus. I said, you're worshiping another Jesus. He said, what do you mean another Jesus? There's only one Jesus in the Bible. I said, Dwayne, 
There's people worshiping another Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. I fear lest by any means the same beguiled thee that your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Amen. For he that cometh preacheth another Jesus. Or you received another spirit. And then he talks about preaching another gospel. You know what these guys do? They got false gospel. So how do you know? One of the best signs to prove some of these people got a false gospel is Paul said, though we are an angel, come preaching any other gospel. You know anybody that's got a gospel, amen, a belief, a doctrine that they hold to that was given to them by an angel? Mormons and Muslims. Muhammad sent a 600 foot angel. I think the Moonies did too. Moonies too? Well, there's a bunch of people, right? Believe in a false gospel, right? And then there's a bunch of people that add to the gospel. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 17, or 1 17, said, Christ sent me not to what? Baptize, but to preach who? The gospel. If you've included water baptism as part of your gospel, you're going to die and go to hell. Amen. I get baptized because I'm saved. Not in order to be saved. Right? Amen. They have, they have false apostles. Where's that found at in the Bible? False apostles. Revelation 2 2 says, You've tried them which say they're apostles, and they're what? They're not. You found them to be liars. How do you do it? You put them to the test. They shall drink any deadly thing. And shall not hurt them. Offer them a bottle of poison. Hello? They won't do it. Well, we're not tempting God. No, I'm not tempting God. I'm trying you out. God said to prove you, see if you're really the man who you say you are. Bottoms up, boy. They get so mad, they can spit nails. Hello? Say Corinthians over here, 11. I think it's 13, 14, somewhere in that area. They said they transformed themselves into the apostles of Christ. For no marvel for Satan himself. Transform them what? Into an angel of light. Right? You know what that you know what he does? He makes false appearances. You know how many of these Catholics and people sit back and said they uh, seen statues of Mary crying tears of blood and, and tears and paintings tears and these people all had an admiration of Mary and they all go out and sit at some place and we seen a video of some lady that said that Mary talked to her and wrote a letter and she's reading it and all these people are making all these uh uh, whatever they call that uh, trips to, to go over there and, and to be able to see and hear this woman because she talked with Mary. And there's people that actually claim they've been healed by Mary. Apparitions is what they call that. You know what? False appearances. People said they had Jesus walk in their bedroom, walk into their uh, uh, hospital room. I'm telling you, it ain't the Lord Jesus Christ. If anybody walks in, you're going to see men in white coats over there like Lazarus did. Amen. And they cook Abraham or Lazarus to Abraham's bosom, carried by the angels, right? Listen, there's a bunch of people that said they seen something. I seen something white at the foot of my bed. You better be careful. You better rebuke them in the name of the Lord. Said, I adjure thee by the name of Jesus. Get out of here, Satan. <laughs> right? People talk about seeing a light enter their room. I'll tell you, I'd, I'd be careful with all that. You got false apostles, false appearances. Amen. You have false miracles. The Bible says that Satan's going to appear with signs and lying wonders. He's going to be working miracles. The false prophet's going to work a miracle. He's going to make an image speak. He's going to raise a man from the dead. He's going to call fire down out of heaven. He's got counterfeit miracles. You know what we got bringing in this ecumenical movement? Signs and wonders and healing ministries. All them guys are all connected with the Pope and working to get close to the Pope and they're doing signs and wonders and miracles. Amen. Holy laughter, rolling around, barking like dogs. Amen. Doing all that stuff. Kenneth Hagin does that. About eight rows of people fall over, start quivering and shaking. That's not the Holy Ghost. But people want you to think that's the Holy Ghost. You, you ought to see the circus that's going on in charismatic churches today. Yeah. It is out of control, and they got to work it up. And now they're doing rock bands and everything, jamming. Amen. They've had women get so full of the Holy Ghost, they're dancing all over the church and flopping and flipping where they come out of their clothes. Amen. You tell me a woman doing a strip tease in, a, in the Holy Ghost? You said, brother, you're making that up. I ain't making it. I'm telling you what's happening. Those people begin to flop, and they claim that one guy's got power, and they begin to flop and do all this other kind of stuff. I've seen too much of that junk. I've been in their services. It's a lie. Yeah. 
And people are buying it hook, line, and sinker because they see people in the flesh and red in the face and they're shaking and jerking and convulsing and foaming and doing all kinds of stuff and they say it's the Holy Ghost and Baptists ain't got it so they're counterfeiting it. There's a movement of wildfire sweeping our churches. Yeah. And that's just what it is. It's wildfire counterfeiting the yeah. Holy Ghost. They better be careful. I'm not against somebody getting happy and excited in Jesus. Amen. I'm not against the Holy Ghost, but I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost don't make people do what they claim it's making them do. It's a counterfeit. Right. The Holy Ghost don't make me cross my eyes and get blue in the face and scream and shout. The Holy Ghost takes and anoints His Word and blesses His Word. The Holy Ghost just didn't make me raise my voice. He doesn't make me whisper. You understand what I'm saying? He called me to do something, and when I get up to do it, then He blesses it, and He honors it, and He uses it. Yeah. People are trying to make the Holy Ghost do something. And then people got to counterfeit that thing. Yeah. And their lives don't match up to their counterfeit thing. Yeah. I know men that claim to be filled with the Holy Ghost that are wretches and devils in their living room and deal with their wife and their children. I've seen the way these Holy Ghost preachers come in and preach and they treat their wife like a dirt bag. Yeah. Tell me they're full of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. How can they be full of the Holy Ghost when they're in the pulpit and they walk out of the pulpit all of a sudden they're unholy? And the only time they got the Holy Ghost is while they're performing. Yeah. You can take their performance and stick it, as far as I care. Hello, amen. There's a man that we know that I love dearly. Amen. He believes that you got to be under the Holy Ghost and under his operation before you can get saved under a man that's got full of the Holy Ghost and got his hand on him, and then he quits on God. The Holy Ghost make him quit. Holy Ghost didn't make him quit. He's in the flesh. And his message now is thrown in a trash can because he ain't living what he professed because he can't keep counterfeiting the Holy Ghost. And people know he's not real and genuine. Yeah. Amen. Will the Holy Ghost honor and bless? That's the difference. And people are counterfeiting him left and right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We better, we better be careful. We better be real careful. And that's how people are following these movements. <laughs> I like what Brother Estep said one time. These women are dancing all through the church, speaking in tongues, claiming full of the Holy Ghost. And then they go down to Frisch's and light up a cigarette, puff away. Amen. They're claiming full of the Holy Ghost. And then they're they leave the church and get full of the unholy smoke. You think God's in that? You think God's in a woman that come into church and, and do all that? And then her full of the Holy Ghost takes off and goes ways out in her bikini in the backyard so her neighbor can see her? See her unholy, showing off the nudity of her body. You know how many of these so-called holiness women come wearing in with slits all the way up to their tailpipe? Amen. I'm telling you. Listen, they're unscriptural, they're ungodly, and their profession doesn't match who they claim they're being full of. Yeah. And people can imitate it, mock it. People are professional actors. That's right. And then people that want to be deceived, the devil will baptize a bunch of them in the devil, amen, and put a power and a spirit upon them. There's what they call the Kundalini spirit that the Hindus and all them got. These faith healers went over there and brought it back. And when they touch people, they get this twitching and jerking and moving the spirit that gets all over them. And they're walking around and, and people think they're uh, plugged in to the Holy Ghost. Yeah, they, they're plugged into something, but it ain't the Holy Ghost. That's right. And preachers and people are buying hook, line, and sinker thinking it's real and it's all a yeah. show. Amen. Amen. And it's according to them, I just blaspheme the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Whew. Amen. You know what else they have? To help promote all this? You want to know what they got to promote all this? Yep. False Bibles. Yeah. Anything goes for the Bible. We don't have no final authority anymore. We can't rather divide that book. Years ago, churches were able to meet together because they had one final source and authority, and we could preach that book. And when they done retranslated this thing 240 different times, everybody's got a verse, everybody's got a doctrine, everybody's got a word of knowledge, everybody's got a revelation. What's say the scriptures? Who cares? Let's just come together. Yeah. I can't meet with them. Why? Because they don't rightly divide the book. Preaching heresy. I have an obligation. I've been showed the truth, and who much is given, much is required. And I can't accept men's personalities. I gotta accept that book. Yeah. 
And when they're contrary to that book, they're contrary to me. I'm contrary to them. And I can't yoke up. Right. False fire. God wrote a book. And these men want to correct it. And there's a bunch of men out there that want to be TR men, Texas Receptus men. And what they want to do is they want to reserve the right to believe. I believe the King James Bible is the best it's written, but I feel liberty to correct it anytime I want to when it's convenient because I'm a TR man. I'm saying you're crippled too high for crutches. You're a liar and a deceiver. Yeah. We got the Texas Receptus because of the King James. We didn't get the King James because of the Texas Receptus. Right. Amen. They made one perfect copy of the King James Bible and they wrote a different Greek text to line up with all those different Greek texts. And ever since then, men have been trying to retranslate and rewrite all the different Greek texts because all these people that tell you they teach Greek do not take the Texas Receptus to be it because they've done rewritten Nestles and everybody else's and Westcott and Hort and everybody else. They all reject even what they claim to be the Greek text. And then men like Dr. Ruckman, I know I just said a bad word, Dr. Ruckman, he sits back and he shows them that they're dishonest in their translation when they say that the translation ought to be this and they refuse to translate it. He said, you guys are dishonest because it's there in the Greek and you guys refuse to translate it. I don't know enough to do all that stuff. I'm just simple-minded. I just believe the authorized version of the 1611. Yeah. And I believe God gave me his book the way he wanted me to have it. Amen. And you know what? I stand by it. Amen. You know how we got all these different churches? You got how we got all these different religions? false Bibles. You want to know the problem with Islam right now? Is they had a man get a book. Yeah. Delivered to him called the Quran. Right. And now they want to follow the Quran versus the word of God. Yeah. They want to license the murder and the kill. So they got a false Bible. Yeah. They want to license to commit adultery, fornication, and bestiality, and incest, and murder. They got their Quran. They want to reject the light. The Catholics rewrote the Bible. They promote their religion. You boil it down to a Catholic, you ask him, what is the final authority? The Bible and tradition. And when the Bible goes against tradition, you throw the Bible out every time and accept tradition. That's what the Catholics teach. That's what the Catholics believe. And when you pin them down and show them what the scripture is, they default automatically to tradition. Well, the church fathers always said this. The church always said that. Well, why are you putting your faith in that instead of what God wrote? Yeah. False Bible. Mormons got another testament. Amen? They don't want to believe it. Jehovah's Witnesses, they got to rewrite it and come up with their own. The New World Translation. You know what it's taken from? It's taken from Westcott North Greek text. Yep. It says it right in their book. And I showed Jehovah's Witness that and he said, I'm a liar. Yeah. I said, well, I'm reading the front pages of your Bible and it says it comes from Westcott North Greek text. Amen? They're liars. You know what? Every one of these guys have a common denominator in it? They're liars. Yeah. They love a lie. They believe a lie. Why? Because they're a father of the devil. John 8, 44. What are you doing? I'm just preaching the truth. They got false Bibles. They got false apostles, false prophets, false teachers, false priests, false Bibles, false brethren. They got a brotherhood. They got false signs and wonders. They got false converts, false Christ. They have a false kingdom. There's going to be a false kingdom. It's going to be set up by the Antichrist. This is going to bring in the one world church. And the Catholics believe temporal power. It means they believe in rule in the world and apostolic succession. And all their art, you'll see them always doing this. Two fingers. What's that mean? Temporal power and apostolic succession. They believe the state and the church are one and the state is subjection to the church. And they want a world with a church that rules the world. And they're going to bring it in by military dictatorship force. And if you don't believe it, we're going to kill you. And the way the Antichrist is going to kill people is chopping off their heads. You ever see the go to Mendes? Go to Mendes is a goat with a satanic pentagram. That goat's head, and he holds up two fingers. Just like all your Catholic art, got Jesus and Mary and everybody. And when you see Catholic art, Jesus standing there, and he's holding up two fingers. That's what they're telling you. We're going to rule the world, amen, legally and religiously. Hello? This church is ecumenical. So what's that mean? They're bringing all the religions in together. Yep. You know what this evangelical movement has done? They've left off preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they're coming in and they're bringing everybody together. Yeah. 
Amen. That's what that's what Rick Warren's trying to do right now. He's trying to bring a thing in called Chrislam. Chrislam is Islam and Christianity together. And the thing that's missing in Chrislam is the T, the cross. The only way you're ever going to get everybody together is you got to out goes the cross. Out goes Christ. Out goes what saves souls. You got to bring them together. You want a Muslim? You got to tell them the gospel. You got to watch that three-hour video. These, this guy's exposing Rick Warren and all that stuff and listen to the speeches that he says and the things that he does and how he's talking to them Muslims and not one time did he tell them about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he's got a Muslim mosque that he works with in his town out in California and they get together and they work together and the only way they get together is you have your purpose, I have mine, you have your religion, I have mine. And they turn around and they say, we all serve the same God, one God. It's a lie straight out of hell. Their God, 2 Corinthians 4, 4. Whom the God of this world, amen, is blind in the minds of them who which believe not. The God of this world is Satan. And you know what Allah means? Allah means the God. Amen. That's 2 Corinthians 4, 4. The God, the God, the God of this world is Satan. And he doesn't want you to see the light of the glorious gospel. He's blinded people's minds. Lest the light of the glorious gospel should shine in onto them. What are we supposed to do as Christians? Shine the light. He said, preacher, you're mean. You're narrow. What's it say? Straight is the gate, narrow is the way that leadeth on a life. And what? Few. few. The Marines stole the Bible passage. The few. The humble. Not the proud. The humble. Right? Amen. I'm telling you, he's damning their souls. They're ecumenical, they're environmental. He said, what do you mean by that, preacher? Folks, now in, a, in environmentalism, he's worried about the environment. They're using climate change to turn around and try to build their one world kingdom and fund a one world kingdom by taking our tax money. They're laying the groundwork. They're ecumenical, they're environmental. You know what else they are? They're evolutionists. The Pope, Johnny II, he turned around and said, listen, God used evolution, theistic evolution. The God used evolution. He's trying to tell everybody, you're all monkey men. He's using ecumenicalism, he's using environmentalism, and he's using evolution to get these people all together. You know why? Because eventually they're all getting together as one in the lake of fire. It's Satan's parade, it's Satan's bride, to destroy and ruin, and he's going to rule the world through one world church, through his bride, which is the Roman Catholic Church. He's bringing them all in under mama. She is the mother. Islam's not the mother of harlots. Amen. Buddhism is not the mother of harlots. Hinduism, amen, is not the mother of harlots. Amen. It's Catholicism. She is the mother. And all these little Protestants, that broke out from under her. Lutherans and Methodists and all them stuff are now coming back under mommy's umbrella. And they're doing her bidding. The Baptists were never really Protestants because we never were part of her or coming out of her. We're the ones that she persecuted, hunted down, and butchered, and murdered, and killed. Amen. I am her enemy. She is mine. Amen. I am trying to win my Catholic neighbors. I love them. I care for them. I minister to them. I witness to them. I've given them literature. I'm not saying we can't win and try to win a Catholic. And I'll say this. No Catholic will ever be saved because of his church. He can only get saved in spite of his church. But he'll never get saved because of it. Because his church and their doctrines and their belief are sending him to hell. His good works. They, being ignorant of God's righteousness, going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves on the righteousness of God. For God, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. A Catholic church will teach you to promote self-righteousness and good works. Jesus did 90% of it. It's up to you to do the other 10%. And you put your faith in that. They're the custodians. And you'll die and you'll go to hell. You can believe all you want about Jesus. You can ask for eternal life all you want. But if your faith, the final thing you're resting on is what you're doing for the mother, for the mother to get you through, you'll die and go to hell. The ladder's on the wrong wall. And when you find out at the end, it's all over with. A Catholic will never be saved because of his church. He can get saved in spite of it, 
and still in ignorance and unbelief attend it but if he gets in his Bible and Holy Ghost will tell him you need to come out of it yeah. Father we love you thank you Lord for being so good to us thank you for the revelation and the truth of the counterfeit church thank you for the truth of the real church and thank you Lord for the local church that you've given us that we might be part uh, of the, your outreach to reach the world and we thank you bless your people now in Jesus name